I don't want your gas. I want your money. That's not Russian. I'm American. <laughs> That's Borat. Nice. It's not Borat. That's authentic. Like a drunk Italian. It's authentic. It's a me, the Russian. <laughs> I'm a not the Russian, the number one American. I'm a patriotic. Oh, and I'm not even drunk or Italian. <laughs> it just keeps morphing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Everyone is Cancelled. I'm your host, Dylan Randall, and today I have with me John Morgan, Megan Morgan, and Mary Visser. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? No. Hey. Trust no one. There she is. <laughs> I was like, where's Mary? <laughs> the gears were gone. Has anybody ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Isn't that like an amusement park? It's an amusement park with demons and Satan and aliens. <laughs> We're going to be discussing Skinwalker Ranch tonight, and if you don't know what that is, buckle up, because it may be the most documented hotspot of UFO and interdimensional activity in the world. Scientists are baffled by this area, and even the U.S. government has funded projects to specifically find the cause of these events, or so we're told. There are some very interesting recent developments here, along with some stories of extraterrestrial events to go along with the topic. Is it... Is it Bigfoot? Boom, boom, boom. Is it Satan? Are they aliens? Werewolves. Some believe it is all of the above. Owner after owner of this 500-acre ranch continues to sell because of the sometimes horrific and dangerous events that go on there. Documented events. Some are malevolent. Some are benevolent. And some are neither. What is going on, you ask? We'll stick around to find out because we have some cancellations to go over this week and we have a few. First off tonight, taxes of the rich are canceled. Now that tax tax records were released by the wealthy, they don't know if it was a leak or a hack, and they are now being investigated by the IRS. This investigation allegedly includes the likes of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and Berkshire Hathaway Incorporated CEO Warren Buffett, Mr. Buffet. Allegedly, there was a leak of this information, and the government doesn't know if it was a hack or a leak, like I said. Uh, it may have been somebody inside the IRS itself that leaked this. Maybe somebody was fed up of tax evasion, alleged tax evasion. What do you guys think is going to come of this? Do you think that the rich are actually going to be reprimanded? No. Or what's going on? Or do you think it's just a smokescreen? Maybe they'll find something and they're just let off like always. No, they'll they'll go. I mean, if Governor Cuomo is still the governor of New York, then anybody can get away with anything. Because there's rumors that, you know, some of these guys, like I always heard that famous statement that Amazon paid zero in federal taxes one year. Amazon, zero dollars in federal taxes. <laughs> the richest guy in the world. And some of these guys, they're saying it's very complicated, but there's an argument that uh, the way they trade their stocks or hold on to stocks allows them to pay for their own uh, personal living expenses with their company uh, so that they're not paying really, they're really not paying taxes even on in their own living expenses, that they're able to loophole their companies so that they essentially pay no taxes for their company or their personal life and power just snowballs. 
and a lot of this is coming to light. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but speaking of taxes, I found out recently, John, uh, Meg, I know you guys are familiar with taxation in Connecticut, but apparently, because Mary and I have talked about moving maybe in the next 10 years, just as a fun thought, and it was brought to our attention that if you move out of California, California taxes you for another what? five, maybe wow. even 10 years, even after you move out. <laughs> New York does the same thing. They're, or they're, they're actually, they're about to pass. Oh, wow, yeah. that is crazy. <laughs> so speaking of Cuomo that taxes. <laughs> what are they going to do? Be like, no, I'm not paying it. I don't live there anymore. What are they, they going to? Mary says the IRS could attack Oh, you. Uncle Lou, I huh? Pay it. I didn't. I didn't look it up. I it's all hearsay. I don't know. <laughs> Mary argues that it's theft. I argue that is borderline slavery because I mean it's like taking ownership of somebody's body. It's like, oh, you lived in California, so we get a piece of your pie even if you move out. You know why I bet they're doing that? Shoot. Because all of the uh really wealthy people are moving out of California. Joe Rogan's out. Uh, Daily Wire is out. The richest man in America is out, Elon Musk. Yep, they're out. Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it's a gold mine, but the fact that this is legal, it's like, yeah, you could make a lot of money off Jeff Bezos if you just take everything he owns. It's not really legal. No, it's, <laughs> so, not like, it's certainly hey, not constitutional. How the hell did that happen? Yeah, I really don't understand how they haven't brought that to the Supreme Court yet. Yeah, yeah I, that's I wouldn't. Crazy. Yeah, it, 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 no, Meg is. <laughs> she yeah. enjoys ripping the earbud out of the side of my oh. head. I'm pretty sure <laughs> nice. that the mic will Fatality. pick up the top of my eardrum. Yeah, well, I pulled it out of mine at the same time. Your ears. It's not. It's it's. You're the one who made who devised this getup. <laughs> Yeah, we're both going to be improving our system soon, possibly. <laughs> uh, we're getting a new mic over here, and Mary will be able to record from the casita out back. And John, if you get a new mic someday, you'll be able to do the same. I need a casita. Want the though. share headphones? <laughs> yeah, you need. To, you just got to get a casita. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually very affordable. Yeah, you got a little shack out back that you make Meg sit in. No, I'll guarantee it'd be John sitting out in the candlelit shack. John's going to the duck coop. We have a duck yeah, coop. Yeah, he's going to be in the yeah, duck coop. Yeah, you don't need a shed. You got a duck coop. I'm going to have to edit out all the ducks or, ducks, or better yet, keep them in. We got a pigeon coop. You got a duck coop. Yeah, yeah. with the rats yeah, and skin the Skinwalker Ranch has Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, privacy is canceled. Apparently, the FBI created a fake encryption app. You know, those text messaging apps that say they're end-to-end -end encryption where you could feel safe. So you download the app. You feel like, oh, no, nobody's going to be tracking my information. The FBI created a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> they, made it, a, they made a fake one to listen to you. You it, got tricked. Is it Signal? <laughs> it's not Signal. It's, it's not Signal. But it may be Signal. <laughs> this app they created was advertised to protect information when it was literally used to catch a worldwide ring of criminals, alleged criminals, which is fine. That's fine. My question is, 
what is even real anymore? Because the vast majority of people who are downloading these apps who want privacy, they're law-abiding citizens. What do they have to do with that? Why do that's like getting our mail read because of a few criminals is like, nope, we're we're gonna trick you all now. Fake apps, fake news. I think we're all used to it. It's already been done yes. over and over again since <laughs> the, what was it? The Freedom Act. What was that called again? So privacy is canceled, and ransoms are canceled as well. This week it came to light that Colonial Pipeline paid, you know, the pipeline that was the largest on the East Coast that caused everybody to fill up their plastic bins with gasoline. Turns out they paid $4 million in a ransom to the hacking group in Russia that was not the government to get their pipeline back online. And the DOJ seized the money. Like we guessed here on this show, these companies are paying these ransoms, and that's why they're getting hacked. It's a business. Those darn communists clogging up our pipelines. <laughs> Mary's lost it. Mary, are you doing drugs again? And that should be celebrated. I actually don't know if I've ever seen a moment where Mary wasn't on drugs. <laughs> I celebrate her. I enjoy the fact that she doesn't do drugs. I'm high on life. She is high on life and a whole lot of other things. <laughs> allegedly. This is fake. This isn't a real show. So it turns out they allegedly decided the best way to get back up and running, the best way to get back up and running was to pay the alleged Russian hacking group. Again, it's not the Russian government. They don't do anything wrong. It's important to understand. Well, yeah, the FBI's been doing that forever. That the best way to fight hackers is by employing them. Are you talking about employing the actual hackers that hacked? Yes, the best way to stop them is to pay them. The same hackers? Yeah, and it's, it's, it, it incentivizes it's, them. Instead of paying quotations ransom, I don't air quotes get it. ransom, they're paying them for their services to fix the, the problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The hacker said, here, look, we, we, we destroyed your software and your computers. And that's a problem, but we can fix it. It's like the mechanic who gets your car and he breaks like four things. And he's like, yeah, you got, you got a lot of problems here, but I, I can give you a deal. $6,000 and she's up and running. <laughs> that reminds me of my ex-boyfriend had this job where they would do these like crazy pop-up ads that would freak you out into thinking that your computer was being hacked or there was a virus and it gave oh, a number I've on the pop-up and you would call that number and pay them money to take the virus off your computer when there was never a virus. It's it was like just your computer's been infected. Please call this super sketchy number and... <laughs> Talk to somebody with some crazy name that you can't pronounce. Yeah, yes. sure. We should do a whole episode on your ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade. Yeah. As yeah. not your Q enemy. John's Russian accent. Give us your money. <laughs> we are not Russian. <laughs> I don't want your gas. I want your money. That's not Russian. I'm American. <laughs> That's Borat. Nice. It's not Borat. Dylan, That's you authentic. You sound like a drunk Italian. <laughs> it's authentic. It's a me, the Russian. <laughs> I'm a not the Russian, the number one American. <laughs> We're off the lake. I'm a patriotic. 
Oh, and I'm not even drunk or Italian. <laughs> just keeps morphing. Immigration is canceled. Democrats are taking on a brand new idea. This idea is new. No one has ever talked about it before. This is a pioneer. But check this out. Democratic President Kamala Harris told citizens in Mexico and Guatemala during her visit to not come to you, not come. She told them to not come to the United States. Trying to find a way to stop immigration, she pioneers this brand new idea to protect our borders. Rebranded. She states that her goal is to help (laughs) Guatemalans find hope at home. It's just that easy. Thanks, Donald Trump, for opening our borders. Now Kamala has to fix it. In her statement, she said, I want to make it clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making the dangerous trek here. Do not come. Do not come. So the vice president assured that the U.S. will enforce laws and secure the border. Trump doing this is racist. Kamala doing this means she is a hero. If you can't understand that, you might be a racist too. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Nice. So, yeah. I'm not racist. I wish a president before has talked about protecting our borders. Um, I think Kamala's brave for wanting to step up and really build up our border security. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that um, I forget what department it was, but they um, captured like the the highest drug uh, interception ever. Ever. What, mm. so they can just return it right back to the cartel? <laughs> it was a lot of drugs. <laughs> Guatemala President Alejandro Giamatti says that he and Vice President Kamala are not on the same side of the coin. Really? When a president of a country tells you, I need you to keep taking my people... It may suck in that country. Oh, I found it. Oh, hey, it was in your neck of the woods in L.A. Beautiful. Mary La- was largest drug there. bust in, in, uh, in the, it was a sheriff de- sheriff's department. Those drugs are definitely getting returned to the cartels if this was all found in I L.A. I think we should send them to tent people, too. <laughs> See, we have all these great government programs to help our homeless. We feed them. We clothe them. We shelter them. We give them drugs. They don't do any of that. They don't. They, L.A. spends how much on the homeless every year? Oh, it was like two billion dollars a year is their budget. And they found for, the majority of it is going towards the people, the the corporations and the and the politicians. Like very little of it was actually going to homeless people. Yeah, I mean, a lot does go to the homeless people, but so they had this crazy idea to. Um, build all these little um, tiny homes for the homeless. So you could buy like a shed from Home Depot for less than $6,000 for a good size shed, you know, with windows, with a door. It's nice. So they found out that they were spending like over $200,000 per unit of an 8 by 10 um, tiny home for these homeless people. But um, if you look into it, you can see that the reason why it was that expensive is because the land was so undesirable to build on. Like, they had to um, level the land, like, if it was on a slope, if it was, like, in a floodplain, you know, they had to do all this crazy infrastructure beforehand before they could build the tiny homes. So it's still up in the air and debatable. It's all gray. 
but I can't help but suspect there's some kind of laundering going on. Because <laughs> they can't pick a, pick a better spot because real estate is so expensive in L.A. that the good land is going to be sold for good condominiums, you know? Why would they waste that precious real estate on homeless people? Yeah, why would they waste that on human beings? <laughs> I mean, it would who drive live in tents. it would drive down property prices. Who wants to live next to a homeless shelter, you know? Let, let's get real. Let's shed all the, you know, ideology about it. Living next to a homeless shelter is going to be chaotic and crazy and loud mm. and you never know if you're going to step on a needle when you walk outside. That's very <laughs> stereotypical stereotype <laughs> yeah rich people right. do hair on too no rich people do coke <laughs> and hair on <laughs> yeah well it depends what they want to do you yeah. do a little bit too much hair on you need a little coke to bump yeah. you up save your life maybe keep you from falling asleep you do too much coke your heart's been a, you have a heart attack yeah, a little, they bit, do of a little bit of down. a different kind of heroin yeah yeah xanax not, they're not we're looking at you the fentanyl and meth I don't know. Xanax just doesn't hit like it used to. I got to get something more strong. You know, Karen's out there right now throwing her Xanax into her white wine like, these guys are assholes. <laughs> they have to know nothing about me. John has a cancellation for us tonight. Yeah. John, would you like to? Yeah. Safe driving is canceled, especially in Ohio. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Ohio. <laughs> you did yeah. it again. Ohio just needs to dissolve into the rest of the states and stopping wow. speaking of heroin and math that's ohio <laughs> no this has <laughs> john's like i had a cancellation you guys interrupted me well i thought your cancellation were the cicadas yes exactly oh. that is exactly what it is <laughs> so there cicadas? are massive cicada swarms that are disrupting all life especially in ohio where one flew into this guy's window while he was driving, smacked him in the face, stunned him to it to the point to which he drove into you into a utility pole and totaled his car. It was the meth. Maybe he, he should have been wearing a helmet. He sounds like he shouldn't be driving. Yeah, what what's the statistical probability that he was either on meth or fentanyl at the time? <laughs> He's probably on both. Or both. Uh, nothing good happens with cicadas. Which is like straight from Starship Troopers. Nothing good yeah. happens with drugs either. The only either. good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> Unless they're living in your head like me. Yeah, right. Actually, these swarms, these, uh, they're like, I guess it's like Gen X cicadas. The swarms are so large, they're messing with- <laughs> What does uh, that mean? They were born in the 80s? Yeah, they're messing with, uh, with weather radar. And they're constantly complaining about how awesome it was for them to grow up before the internet. Mm. Those asshole cicadas. They're canceled anyway. We're canceling them. So they're actually they're actually disrupting radar. Yeah, they're that big. The swarms are that big. How come we don't? I haven't seen a single cicada here. Well, it's because they're all in Ohio. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn you, Ohio. You know... The the prices are uh the price of living is just so so cheap in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, they moved there from California. They're still paying taxes to us though. <laughs> <laughs> and I know if New York's jumping on that tax bandwagon, you know Connecticut is. Yeah, watch them. Yeah, that's a good point, Meg. Yeah, I like that. Lamont watch loves Connecticut Cuomo. jump on the bandwagon. Megan, do you have any uh, cancellations for us this week? No. 
I don't. I'm, I'm. I have one, but I'm not going to speak of it publicly. <laughs> yeah, we all got those, you, right? You know, well, you know what the cancellation is, but I can't talk about it. Yeah, it is always Satan. Satan, you're canceled. And we're coming after you. <laughs> Alex Jones is coming after you. <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> I want to see Alex Jones in a cape, in a white jumpsuit with a huge. Sterling silver sword <laughs> with a huge. <laughs> yeah, you might have paused at the wrong spot, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super tight shorts. What are you trying to say, John? <laughs> that bring... Oh, yeah. <laughs> bow, bow. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, bow, bow. There's somebody literally shitting in our yard. <laughs> what? what? No, no. Bathrooms are canceled. It's just a loud. Some car sounds like it's on the verge of breaking down, just driving by. You know, the usual. Oh, right on. Oh. Well, you never know when someone just needs to go. We talked about how the tourists are shitting in our yards. Well, it's not far off. Mary comes home from work the other night. (laughs) She works around here in a cowboy town called Pioneer Town. It's famous. A lot of movies were shot there. And she said some uh, homeowners out there had to get their hose out. Because a crackhead was pissing in their yard. A lady crackhead. And or a tourist. I think it's a lady crackhead local. They go outside and there's a woman popping a squat, peeing in their yard. This is like 11 a.m. noon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was expecting like 2 a.m. It's the math. (laughs) Yeah, that's usual drunk, like late night behavior for sure. But this was a little unusual. That's how like you can tell there must have been a little meth involved because usually (laughs) she had bad teeth. will like keep them up all night. And then in the morning, they're all still like running around town doing crazy (laughs) shenanigans. I just peeing in people's yards. Where else are you supposed to pee? (laughs) In our restroom. Sometimes you got to go. No. Restrooms are closed in California. Nobody's, Do you see what happens? We literally have restaurant restrooms, and nobody's stopping her from using those restrooms. Yeah, but she was closer to that person's yard. Do you see what I'm trying to get at here? <laughs> it was more convenient. Maybe she was hallucinating and thought she was like in a restroom or something. Hmm. Probably. She might have been in a restroom in her mind. Yeah. Well, that brings us into a great segue. <clears throat> Mental health in America. Just kidding. Uh, what? Hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Folks, if you're a rancher and you've been probed by aliens, chased by demons, or both, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's not a joke. Skinwalker Ranch is a 500-acre... <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch is a 500-acre piece of property that has been haunted for a long time now by... Aliens and ghosts, interdimensional beings we don't know. I was really interested in this topic. Mary has brought this topic to my attention. Uh, Mary and Megan, Mary, Mary and Megan, Mary and Megan are both M and M's. They're both the M and M's are both very interested in this topic. They're knowledgeable. I know a little bit about it. Uh, I know there's a lot of documentation in this area: government documentation, scientific documentation by prestigious doctors. Uh, all of the owners, people who were non-believers, military people. There's been military personnel, trained killers, allegedly, that have been there, whether the security or intelligence, that refuse to go back. They refuse to go back because of their experiences there. 
Now, this may be the most documented hotspot for interdimensional, extraterrestrial, alien-like activity anywhere in the world. You want, I get the, you want the history of the ownership of this piece of property? Yeah, we'll get into that. Where do we want to start here? Who am I tagging in? I've heard a thing or two about yeah, Mary, Mary's really super knowledgeable on, in this topic. So we should There's let her. werewolves, interdimensional portals. We got UFOs. <laughs> we got cattle mutilations going on. We've got missing poltergeist item things going off. We got weird ball lightning. We got swamp gas. Pillars of light. We got. Pillars of light. We got it. You name it. That's what's going on at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Mary's going to be stepping away for a couple of minutes to take her medication, <laughs> but she will be back. Mary has the accent to walk down, us too. She's got the accent perfect. <laughs> she was touched by an alien. They were bold words for a one-eyed fat man. <laughs> bold words for a one-eyed fat man. <laughs> so back... In 1995, a family of cattle breeders decided to purchase this land. It's dreamland, beautiful. There's a creek that runs through it, and they were hoping to just start a new life with their children, and the cattle they were raising, it was like the top of the line cattle, and they were just really excited about this new opportunity, but when they had to... um, when they bought the property, the last owners had some weird stipulations in their contract agreement. One of those things was don't dig into the earth without first getting permission from them. That's kind of a weird thing. Um, and that that's just kind of like an introduction into like, okay, maybe this isn't the dream like we thought it was going to be. Within the first couple weeks of them moving onto this property, they encountered what was like a a docile giant wolf, like giant wolf. Like I I can't remember the the dimensions. Like that the they size described. of my hand. <laughs> like the size of a patrol car. It was huge. It was like um one of those. What are those wolves from like, Game of Thrones? The dire wolves or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it was just mm. huge. And, um, yeah, it was like pretty friendly to begin with. Like, I think one of the kids even tried to pet it. I can't remember the story completely, but it was just a weird thing. And it just like, I think it like killed one of their calves, the cattle calves, and then like went off. But The interesting thing about this giant wolf is that they're not the only ones to um, to witness these giant wolves. There's um, a lot of Native American land in that same area. They might border it or they might be in within the the land. Mm. But um, tribal police have also shared their own personal stories of seeing giant wolves. Mm. In the middle of the road, they're terrified watching it for a couple minutes. It gets up on its hind legs and walks into the forest. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. And it's not like a Bigfoot because it's clearly a wolf-human hybrid mm-hmm. kind of thing. Made and in China. This is just like <laughs> this is like a common theme in Skinwalker Ranch. People 
see these like wolf creatures like which is essentially what a skinwalker is is a a wolf coyote type being if if you believe mm. in those um that's what the the Cherokee legend was that these are I don't know they're shape-shifting uh tricksters essentially but they yeah the Cherokee belief, if I'm correct, and this goes back a long time before 1955, is that skinwalkers were, uh, it was a witch. Yes, exactly. It was a witch that they were not fond of. Like, this was a bad deal. Skinwalker Ranch was named after an actual um, being. They didn't know what it was. Shapeshifter, yeah. witch. They don't know exactly, and we still don't. Even the U.S. government doesn't after studying it. But Skinwalker does come from actual legend. Yes. Yep. Interesting. So other things that this um, poor family has experienced was um, a lot of... this is the first family, 1955, you're saying? uh, 1995. This is the Shermans. This is um, the Sherman family. They were a shorter-lived family there. They Essentially, so Mm. just to like caveat back, I think in the 30s, it was actually... They say the 50s, but... There's actually um, ownership in the 30s by a family called, it was like Edith, and hang on, I'll pull up their name real quick, because it was um, Kenneth John Myers and Edith Childs purchased the ranch in 1933. Um, His younger brother, Garth, he had went on the record saying that there was never any paranormal activity or anything out of the ordinary during their ownership of the ranch. Um, And he wasn't sure what happened. Um, But I know they owned it. Oh, boy. They owned it for a long time. A long time. And then I'm not sure who the, the owner was prior to the Shermans. But essentially, when the Shermans moved in, stuff started happening. Now, this is correlated to, like, Area 51. And that that Mary, that didn't happen till the fifties, right? Um, Area Fifty One, I think so. Area Fifty One or Roswell? I'm sorry, not well. Basically, Area Fifty One and Roswell, yes, because they're all within certain parameters of each other. But the Roswell incident, when did that happen? In the 1950s. 1947. 1947. Roswell. So if they yeah. bought Skinwalker Ranch in 33. You know, it's kind of, there is that correlation between, so maybe okay. whatever happened, I, I'm, I'm not an expert in the correlation between the three, but whatever happened, maybe it didn't trigger until that time. Then again, if you believe the Cherokee legend, it's always been cursed. So I don't know, just thought I'd throw that out there that there was actually that first family reported never having incidents at all so i don't know that that's Mm. an interesting piece i want to throw in there but mary's right the shermans they were the family that first reported like major major issues and i think mary they only lived there for what like four years six years maybe i think i think less than that i think maybe like like only a year or two yeah they were driven out really fast you have to ask yourself like okay if it's a hoax they would have stayed and played the hoax a lot longer right yeah because they had the perfect the, it was beautiful land they had all their cattle there and their cattle kept getting mutilated and killed by these wolves by 
whatever. It was like weird because all their blood would get sucked out and their bodies would be preserved. And yeah, I don't know. It's just weird stuff going on and lots of poltergeist activity, too. There was a story of the dad who he lost his pole driver. I think that's what it's called. One of those like diggers for when you like smack your pole down (laughs) to like make a fence. Um, And it's a really heavy piece of heavy tool. And he lost it after leaving it for, like, maybe, you know, just a short break. Comes back. It's gone. They look for it and look for it. And I think, like, a few days later, they finally find it in a tree. Stuck in a tree, like, 30 feet off the ground. And other weird things, like, the mom would come home with groceries. She'd put all the groceries away in the pantry and the refrigerator. She turns back around. All the groceries are back on the counter. Just like, just weird, you know, your everyday poltergeist events going on. And they almost like didn't even want to talk about it to each other because, you know, you're going to sound crazy. No one's going to believe you. Like, oh, I swear I put the groceries away. And the dad's probably just going to be like, ah, you just forgot. (laughs) There was also some like, they would like, they witnessed weird holes in the sky where it's nighttime and you see a hole in the sky with just shining sunlight and blue sky. And I'm not sure. I think it might have been either the family or Robert Bigelow's experts that they brought in. We'll we'll go on to that later. They witnessed people, not people, but like these wolf creatures going in and out of these portals, hovering above the ground. So if that doesn't say interdimensional portal to you, I don't know what does. (laughs) They were all created at the uh, Hadron Collider. Yes. It definitely sounds... Where's the timeline on that? It definitely sounds satanic. (laughs) Yeah, if you look at it through the lens of, of like, religion, definitely there's some satanic vibes going on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's definitely... How crazy would it be if we found out that it indeed was Aleister Crowley? That summoned these these guys. Episode two. If you guys don't know who Aleister Crowley is, he was this crazy wizard. Mr. Crowley. Yeah, a lot of bands were fascinated with him. Led Zeppelin, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, you name it. David Bowie, even possibly. Um, oh, absolutely. Now, <clears throat> he is said to be the summoner of these things, these gray aliens. He drew a picture of something called Lamb before Roswell. And it looked uh, a lot like what eventually the gray aliens would be known as. And he was said to make contact with interdimensional beings. There there are even wizards. Uh, and this goes back to our show. Did wizards summon aliens? It's an absurd topic. I don't believe it. But in the medieval times, one of the Queen Elizabeths, uh, I can't remember who it was, a uh, long time ago, there was a scryer, John Edward might have been, who allegedly made contact with these beings and well as well and described them as being like fire in the sky and described later what would be known as abductions. So who knows? I mean, can they be summoned interdimensionally in and out of this world? It's a possibility. I don't believe it, but the timing is peculiar. Uh, <laughs> Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. So where are we at? Uh, who are we at now? Um, do you have anything more you want to say about the Shermans? No, because they, they, uh, 
they kind of moved. They moved out pretty quick. Well, I also. But find I think it, that if yeah. like you moved in and you found deadbolts on the inside of the doors and the outside of the doors and windows, that uh, yeah, that's right. Maybe, super safe. Yeah. Yes, it's super And the previous safe. people are like, oh, nothing <laughs> weird happened here. Yet they're like, don't touch the ground. Don't, like, don't the find all lava. the dead bolts everywhere. The previous people were, the previous, the brother was like, there was never any crazy locks or anything. So what, you know, that's an mm. interesting, so either he is just saying that or um, the Shermans staged something or... Like, I think the something in between happened and this thing started building. I don't think it it may not affected the previous people. I mean, who knows what happened in that other time frame. But it sounds to me like you can't even find Sherman's, like, online. Like, it almost is like they're in, like, witness mm. protection. Like, they don't yeah. exist. Which I they do exist um, in the title records of the property and everything. So they're real people, but they are hiding. And I think if you were trying to live up this mega hoax that you could get super rich on, why would you just take off in a few years and never really talk about it again? That's a great point. They did agree to work on the property a little bit longer when Robert Bigelow bought it. They like uh, came to like help as like a ranch hand, I think the father mm. did, because he lost... He spent all of his money on these prize cattle, and they all got killed terrible. by this mysterious phenomenon. So once they moved, after they spent all their money on this property, like they were, you know, they were not in a good spot financially. A couple of questions here: Have you explained? Have you elaborated on how the cattle were killed? The, because they were killed in a way where all of their blood was drained, yet there were no tracks of blood around them. They were killed in a very peculiar way that. A teenager or kids trying to play a prank would not be able to do. It was not in the realm of possibility. Well, their organs were surgically removed with the precision of like a surgeon. So even like if we were to go take organs out of a, a cow, which would be super creepy, by the way, we're not doing that. I'm not suggesting that. Um, <laughs> we would be we would be super sloppy about it, and it would be a wicked mess. But you know they. This was like precision cuts, like weird angles and different things. So, yeah, the blood was drained, though, from them. Without leaving any trace of it. And there was no tracks. That's the thing. There was no tracks ever, uh, as far as I've read, of, of no. cars, of footprints, of any animal, no claw marks. There's also this crazy incident. I think it happened while Bigelow was owning the property. So it was while all these like... And real quick, that's my sec. Who is... Bigelow, Robert Bigelow. All right, so Robert Bigelow is—he's like a millionaire. Billionaire he owns all the, billionaire. He owns a bunch of like hotels, right? Budget, is he the aerospace suites. guy? Yeah, well, sort of. Budget suites, but he like owns like these pet aerospace companies. Like he wants to build a—he wants to build a like the first hotel in space. And when did he buy the? Excuse me, when did he buy the property? 1996. It was right when the Shermans moved okay. out. Yeah, he bought it from them. No coincidence there. And he hired a bunch of, um, you know, PhD scientists and the experts in their field. He had to, like, kind of, you know, coax them into it because a lot of scientists don't want their names smeared by some paranormal shit. So... 
Um, these PhD, they had really great reputations, were no-nonsense scientists, and he hired them, paid them lots of money to come live on the ranch and try to see what was happening to measure whatever they could measure, you know. And one of the weird incidents that happened with them was all the cattle was just um, loose in like um, an enclosed corral. And when they went to go check on the cattle, they found them all pushed in. It was these bulls. So they do not like, they're stubborn. They don't like being close to each other. They found them enclosed in this small container. I can't, I'm not a farmer, so I don't have the vernacular to describe it what it was. It was a milk carton. No, <laughs> because it was they like were a lost. small stable kind of thing. <laughs> and it was like they were lost. locked shut. And nobody had done this. Nobody was like, I'm, even if you wanted to, how are you going to get two giant male bowls in a milk carton a small milk carton together so weird and so creepy when they went to like measure like they used like um magnetic frequency um measurers devices and uh they found that the whole like metal stable was completely like magnetized in a weird way like why would you first Put these put these cows in a container and then take the time to magnetize them. It just doesn't make any sense. And they had professional mm. equipment to measure this stuff with. So that was just like one weird, eerie thing that happened. Now, because I ruined it, what size was this container actually? Um, I would like to say maybe like 10 by 10 feet, maybe smaller. It was like something small. What? I mean... So, how were the cows fit into this? How many like, cows so were there? In? Maybe eight, eight by ten. I don't so know. So weird. They like crammed. They were like crammed in there. Yeah, and they oh. were thrashing around. Or wait, sorry, I don't even. The cows are still alive. Story. Yeah, they were alive. They were either like dazed, like they had been stunned. I, I'm and pretty confused. sure they were stunned and confused, dazed and confused. But. I don't know. You might want to cut out because <laughs> I don't know that. I'm keeping it in. Oh, and I have to just interject a correction because I made a mistake. The skin, the Skinwalker is a Navajo legend. Um, the Cherokee are they're they're they don't have something for a Skinwalker, but they have a really insanely creepy witch woman. It's like the spear finger. So I got them confused, but that's even creepier. So different episode. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to clear that up so no listeners were like, wait a minute, that's yeah, the no. wrong tribe. The, I knew it was wrong coming out, but it didn't. The Navajo and the Utes had yeah. a disagreement, and the Navajo cursed the land, and then the Utes to this day won't even step foot on it. No, they so, actually, wow. can I tell you too, um, with a lot of Native American, I, I'm John knows I'm super into that stuff, um, but they won't even acknowledge, like, when they... I don't I don't know how to describe it, but when they look over towards that direction, they're they're very big into directions. Um, they won't even acknowledge that. They'll just not even go there. It's like it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So 
When when who looks in when the tribe looks that way, like for whatever reason, you know, north, south, east, west, like when they look in that direction, they just they sit in their writings and stuff won't acknowledge it. The Cherokee or the Navajo? Uh, the Navajo and there would be okay. the it'd be the Utes. The Utes, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it was the Navajo that has to do with the Skinwalker. But I don't think ranch. they will yeah, acknowledge they, it either. They curse John. the land. They don't. Hmm. They don't. I don't believe the Navajo even go there. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know the whole history behind those two tribes and when you conjure up these evil spirits to curse people, that is of the devil i mean they, there's yeah. good and bad like there's no other like it, it's and to curse a whole tribe like that with these skinwalkers is those skinwalkers are really evil they know that i mean and however they categorize it those things are they're not even you can't even harm them there was one incident on the sherman ranch where he went out to address a uh, calf or actually it might have been a full-size cow being assaulted and attacked through a fence by a huge, huge wolf. And he had a he had a rifle and he went up to it and he shot at it and he got closer and closer and shot it at close range. And the thing basically like just looked at him like, hmm, keep shooting, buddy. Like I don't it 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 didn't even phase it. So he went in and got a bigger rifle and it took two of those shots before the wolf. So I mean, this thing had like eight or nine shots in it, maybe even more. I don't know. It took off, and they tracked it. They tracked its tracks, and it they tracked it to somewhere where it it just vanished. The tracks just ended. There was no blood. It was it just right vanished. Into a portal. And he said, you know, it, it it was evil. Like there's, I mean, there's just no other way to describe something like that. Whatever it's doing is not good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you think like skinwalker wolves are good? No, they're they're of the bad side, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> there are people who listen to this show, like any walk of life, that are spiritual, non-spiritual, religious, non-religious, political, non-political. And to that point, the the current owner, and we'll get to him in a little bit, but the current owner, on a, in an interview I listened to recently, he was asked, and he gets this question a lot. Do you think this is demons, angels? Do you think it's interdimensional? Or do you think it's aliens? Now, he's seen UFOs, disc-shaped spacecraft, performing in ways that our government cannot, not even close to, not even in 100 years could they do that. He's seen all sorts of things. His belief, and I think this is the best answer I've heard, is that it's all of it. It's not one or the other. It, it's, it's interdimensional. It's angels and demons. Right. It is aliens. Well, it always is. He doesn't have a pinpoint answer, but he thinks it is a mix of all these things and that just because science as we know it hasn't found it doesn't mean it is non-existent. Here on earth, there's a, there's a constant spiritual battle between good and evil. And whether you're religious or not, I mean, some people's beliefs, it's like, you know, opposites, like two sides of, you know, a coin or... There's always a balance, right? So even from a right, I don't like absolutes, right? So if you take religion reason. out and you have no spirituality, what you have is basically how the earth operates in a like physical manner, and it's going to operate in in a balance. There's always an opposite and equal reaction for an action. So you could look at it that way. Yeah, because people are comfortable with what they know, right? 
Yeah, so everybody has a different way of explaining that caveat of life, you know? There's two sides mm. and they balance each other out. And there's, you know, there's there's two ends of the spectrum or, you know, all these different things, yin and yang, different things. So I think he's right. I think, you know, for me, I believe it is a spiritual battle and there's good and there's evil and what everything in between, like, you know, extraterrestrials, UFOs, that's somewhere in there. And I have no idea. Like, I will never say yeah. that I 100% know what any of that is. So... The word spirituality is magnificent because people see it as religious, but spirituality is a word we use for, yes, things that we partly understand, but things that we partly do not understand. Uh, and a lot of people, and I understand this, I can empathize with this, they, they're comfortable, right, with things that they know. Science can be proven. Two plus two equals two. I'm comfortable with that. So they stick there. Right. When it comes to spirituality... It's human nature to not be comfortable with things that we do not understand. In mm -hmm. fact, the things we fear the most is is that uh, in which we do not know. Right. Uh, so those brave researchers, spiritual or not, uh, that are willing to believe uh, beyond the scientific findings, um, are really what are who are pioneering these findings. And because they are pioneering these findings, we are now beginning to see scientific uh, interpretations of what spirituality is, and that. There, is, there really may be interdimensional beings here. There may be good and evil. There may be these, these, these demons and these angels or whatever you want to call it are interpretations of things that we do not understand. And yeah. so I understand people not wanting to touch that, that fear driving them to be sort of atheist or non-spiritual because, frankly, it's kind of scary. It is, yeah. and you can't have – you can't even discuss this stuff without talking about – the the spirit realm okay you can't because you can't explain this stuff scientifically now there's a lot of scientific research at skinwalker ranch and and the magnetism and the different things of the earth and and that's a you know that's another caveat to this but when you start talking about you know people's faiths and different you know practices and the conjuring of these skinwalkers I mean, you have to acknowledge what that is. And that is a spiritually based situation. So either you believe it or you don't, um, or you're op a little open-minded or you're not. And I think that's a good disclaimer because we will get into religiosity, spirituality, spooky stuff. You know, a lot of this stuff is, you know, demons are fallen angels and you know, different things like that that may get weird for people, but just hear us out because I think you may, you know, it may open your eyes a little bit to other things and, and how science and, and spirituality are not mutually exclusive of one another. So that's important to stay very open-minded. Unless you don't believe in scientific evidence and in evidence itself, one thing that we all can agree on is that something is happening beyond the boundaries of our seeming reality that we interpret day to day bingo and that's what we're talking about whether mm. you know which way it goes or not that's what we're discussing and none of us know i mean you know a hundred percent well that's part of the fun interpreting it did the government own this property for a little bit well so in so when so when the sherman family sold out to uh, robert bigelow in 1996 and he bought it for two hundred thousand. remember that number uh, he oh, bought it for two hundred thousand. Really? 
Um, and then he had the National Institute for the Discovery of Science, which was the paranormal group that Mary was talking about. I mean, they operated there until 2004. Um, that organization um, was later on replaced by the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. Um, and so there, well, I think while that happened between 2004 and 2007, I think that was developing. Um, but in 2007, uh, a secret unclassified government program, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, uh, began investigating UFOs. That program had a $22 million budget, and Robert Bigelow received a lot of that money. Um, so in, in a time where he was, you know, had access to that funding, um, he found that, you know, a lot of the UFOs seen in the area weren't consistent with current military aircrafts um, that people are aware of anyway. Um, but then when did, uh, when did Fugle buy him out? Because that was pretty interesting. Like that was like 2018 or 16. It wasn't long ago. So he, yeah, so he operated owner? for a while. Yeah, he's the yeah. current owner. Um, and what's his full name just to get it out there? Brandon. Brandon, Brandon Fugle. Yeah. Okay. Then he bought it under a shell corporation because this was all kind of like hush hush for a while. Um, he bought it for four point five million dollars. So did that come with all the scientific equipment? <laughs> yeah. See, I, see, I don't know if I like this Bigelow guy, right? So here's a farmer. Isn't really, you know, Bigelow sees he sees an opportunity to start investigating uh, aerial phenomena. You know, the Scooby Doo in me is just the, <laughs> if if you wanted to drive a farmer off of his land, then you would create. You know, you would work on an old, um, you would work on an old myth and drive them out, and you would, you know. So anyway, so he bought it for two hundred thousand. He got, he was part of a program, with, you know, that included twenty-two million dollars from the feds. Yeah. And then he sold it for four point five million oh, wow. to this um, adamantium holdings, the Shell Corporation. So, you know what? I'm not. I'm not saying there isn't some weird stuff going on here, and I it probably re- revolves more around the aerial phenomena than it than the uh, than the spiritual phenomena. I'm not saying that that's not there, um, but I think that the aerial phenomena and the interdimensional phenomena was what he was interested in because he was involved in aerospace technology, and he what he wanted to do was take that technology and and use it to do what he wanted to do was build his like hotel in space. Uh, what really gets interesting, and I'm I, I don't know too much about this guy, so I'm really looking forward to hearing you talk about him. But um, just to keep just to try and keep somewhat of a timeline to this thing, because I think that's important. Um, so Bigelow had it from '96 to 2016, in which then he sold it in 2016 um, to Brandon Fugel, who has it presently via Adamantium and Holdings. Uh, adamantium holdings um, and then in tw- in March 2020 which is not too long ago uh, this Brandon Fugel of adamantium holdings came out uh, he's, he's a 46 year old Utah real estate tycoon and he announced that he, he is the owner of the ranch I remember when I saw Jeremy Corbell's documentary on it I think they had him like with like in the chair interview chair with 
in the dark, you know, where the light came from behind him with his voice disguised <laughs> like he was some secret person. I currently own Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> it was just so silly. But they like showed his hands. I remember like seeing his hands for some reason, but <laughs> but they hid his face. But yeah, it's I speaking of Jeremy Corbell who did the recent documentary called um what's it called? It's called um The Thing of I don't remember what it's called. I need to look it up. And while Mary's looking that up, the current owner, if you don't know who he is, what's the current owner's name again? Brandon Fugel. Brandon Fugel, there is a special on the History Channel. They're gonna be they're going to be having a season two. But he's got a special on the History Channel, and uh, I've heard him. I haven't seen it myself. Apparently, it's really good. Uh, apparently, even Post Malone's been over there. But uh, Brandon Fugel was on a podcast recently that I listened to, and he sounds like a reasonable guy. He's like, look, you can believe it or not believe it. This is happening. I'm not here for financial gain. I'm necessarily as a priority. I have a real estate company. I'm doing fine. This takes maybe 8% of my time. Uh, this is happening. We have scientific instruments and non-believers coming here and documenting this. Um, and I'm interested in the evidence is what I got from him. So I don't know the whole story. I'm glad that John comes in here with a bit of skepticism. I think that's important and needed to find the truth. And I encourage that. But check him out. If you want to see who this guy is, uh, there's people who love him, people who really don't like him so much. Check out the History Channel if you want. Check out the podcasts. Uh, Jeremy Corbell has a documentary out, and the name of it is Hunt for Skinwalker Ranch, um, or Hunt for the Skinwalker, it's called. So he um, just recently got into the documentary business, and he's been extra focused on paranormal things like Bob Lazar's story and now Skinwalker Ranch. He's been working very closely with the journalist who broke the story on Skinwalker Ranch, and he's the one who wrote the book, Hunt for the Skinwalker. This is George Knapp. So the two together have been working on getting this story out more and more. And just some interesting things while they were filming. Um, this was that story I mentioned earlier about the tribal police who approached them and told them the story about that that wolf creature walking on two feet. They approached him because they wanted to warn him. They mentioned that anyone who was out, like, just going out of their way to figure out what this was that they were targeted specifically by this paranormal activity that they were quote unquote hitchhikers that they would follow you home from this ranch and continue to haunt you and that was why because they had so many personal experiences of really spooky stuff happening to them they they went out of their way to warn Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp, like, look, like, you have to be really careful doing this. You're going to get followed home. It's going to not only follow you home, but it'll follow your family as well. Yeah, it's not good. So in the Navajo beliefs, um, a skinwalker is a really evil and a very dangerous medicine man, like a witch. Navajo or Cherokee? 
Navajo. Navajo. Okay. Pretend wow. like you never heard Cherokee. Yeah, it was my yeah. fault. Different legend with the same, starts with the same letter. Um, so anyway, they're, they probably warned because he, they're not lying. Like this is in their legends and their tribal beliefs, one of the most evil things that you could ever come in contact with. And in, you can become one in their, in their beliefs, like anyone can become a skinwalker. You have to like murder a family member and then take over their body and you secretly acquire their ability to shape shift. Um, they shift into animals. Um, they don't stop at shape shifting They're They read minds, control thoughts, behaviors. They cause disease and illness and destroy like property. And they even cause death. I don't know about you guys. That's Satan. So, okay, Alex Jonesing over here. No, but they even admit, they admit it is of evil origin. So it's not, this is something really serious to that, you know. So they would come over and warn. And they're not, there is some, there's got to be something to like the following because a lot of people have had accounts like off the ranch and different things too. And that's, there's so much to unpack here. So I'll stop there, but... I would think that the tribal leaders would warn anybody because they know what it is. And the the tribal police also would talk about how uh, it was like every day there would just be weird stuff that would just, just like a car crash, they would just encounter these UFOs. Like they're not looking for them. They just happen right in front of them. And then they, then they're just forced to process that information. Who is this? Tribal police were saying this Okay. to Jeremy Corbell. He said it in an interview. There was a wolf that followed me home, and I said, you are Satan, you're way too big to be a wolf, and I gave him no dog biscuits at all. No bacon strips, no bacon. <laughs> it, just, it just is bad. Whatever it is, it's really evil. <laughs> what I really want to see is one of these portals opening up, you know, like those holes in the sky that look blue bright sunny sky contrasting with the night sky i want to see one of those like start the size of like a pinpoint and just kind of slowly grow as you realize a naked man is like crawling out of it ace ventura style i'm not gonna lie if i saw one of those and this is not a joke (laughs) i would walk into it because it can't be worse than this planet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would walk into it with a margarita in hand and not look back. Mary, I'm sorry. You guys can carry on the podcast. If I see one, I'm going in. I think it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in any of this stuff, but I love the idea of it like being kind of a like a portal to other dimensions. And it's kind of used like it could be used for evil. It could be used for neutral or good, you know. Aliens from alternate dimensions could be using it just to travel here to observe. <laughs> well, so like, I think some of this stuff, it, I think, has plausible explanations, too. Because there's a whole history channel show on it, right? And a lot of the guys develop, you know, burns and blisters and all this stuff. Well, between 1951 and 1962, uh, there was a series of nuclear weapons tests took place in rural Nevada. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fallout from that fell out across the state of Utah. In 2008, 
uh, Oregon State University students collected and analyzed soil samples from 102 sites across Utah's Washington County. Only one of the samples did not contain detectable detectable amounts of cesium-137, which is a byproduct of nuclear fission with a half-life of 30 years. So uh, this whole story uh, and the mythos around surrounding um, Skinwalker Ranch um, is very interesting. I, I, I just worry that um, the that the real the interesting parts of this, you know, the, the things that that drew uh, aerospace billionaires um, to check out, you know, um, airspace phenomena uh, is getting washed out by uh, myth-driven, quasi-spiritual John, why would they Native American, it? and it's just. It's uh, it's washing out no, there, the truth of what's actually there. going on. I agree with John up till the point where he said, you know, the aerospace people are trying to, and maybe I misinterpreted what he was saying. They're there for valid reasons, and it's being overshadowed by this paranormal stuff. Well, I do agree. There probably is nuclear fallout that's creating potential hallucinations or different feelings like dread or different things that you know, nuclear stuff causes in people. But I have two points I want to make here. One, if that's the case, why are people experiencing the same things? Like same, they're seeing the same things, they're seeing the same kind of, you know, crafts, they're seeing these wolves. Your mind, if you're tripping on nuclear fallout, you're going to have a really weird things like people are going to see like elves and different things. It's not going to be the same thing every time. So, and also this, this ranch is located in Northern Utah. So there's the rest of Utah that isn't being. Yeah. So Utah be tripping. (laughs) (laughs) And there the Mormon church came in, came to be. Yeah. Yeah, So I, so I'm not, Mormonism grew so much. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to push. I'm going to push back a little on on that whole theory of this is all nuclear fallout because well, I don't no, think... I mean, it's not all nuclear yeah, fallout. Yeah, I don't, I mean, not, I don't think that's where John was going either. No, that the, was just like the, one uh, thing. The Unita Basin, which is where this is kind of located, um, is, <laughs> is just... It's perforated by thousands of gas wells and oil wells, right? And, and you know, ga- gas wells are better known as fracking. Um one of the things that fracking does is it it fills the air with toxic levels of ozone and particulate matter because they're just blowing it up right um and some of what happens is uh carcinogenic gases like benzene um are get released as part of that and these sorts of things this air pollution um, can be traced to birth defects and other medical conditions i'm not saying that's you know, this is what's involved in the in the spiritual nature of what's going on there. But all I'm saying is that um, what I do think is happening is that the desire for this mythos to be teased out by the History Channel, which also did a mermaid special in which they said aquatic <laughs> apes that went into the, the History sea. Channel. That was that like A and E. Okay, no, there was a History Channel. Whatever. Their whole point is to make money on these things. Exactly. You have to take it with a grain of salt. But I, but I didn't you guys tell me that my, mermaids aren't real. <laughs> you didn't let me finish my other second part to that that you were talking about earlier. So I also think that 
why would an why would anybody in the aerospace industry even be remotely interested in that location if it has nothing to offer? So there's something there, whether it is, you know, earth matter and different gases and different things, or there is something else that they're interested in. I, I can't see why they'd even want an old ranch in northern Utah if it had absolutely if they had absolutely nothing to gain from it. Um, now, maybe they're trying to feed the hoax and they kind of want to, you know, gain some notoriety in that fashion. But that other guy, not Brandon Fugel, but the other guy, what's his name? Bigelow. Bigelow seemed really invested in this from that aerospace perspective. And I just don't understand why he would pick that location if it didn't have something to offer. That's all. Those are the two points I felt like. Well, that I mean, that is the interesting point, right? Um, because if, if Skinwalker Ranch... Yeah, is nothing more than a swath of of uh, wasteland, nuclear wasteland, and and fracking VOCs. Um, then what would not one but two multimillionaires want with it? But like, I just worry too. Like, if there is something that location has to offer, you're going to have people who are paid to write oh there's nothing there it's a hoax it's just this and so you have to kind of follow that trail and i don't know i'm still leaning more towards there's some weird crap happening so recently bigelow was on joe rogan and joe rogan pretty much like pinned him down to define what his beliefs really are and bigelow came out he believes in seances he believes that there's contact with the afterlife and i he he kind of gives off a vibe of he wants to believe what he wants to believe versus like what the oh, facts are okay so, so he, there's that too you kind of the current owner <laughs> no, no this was the the um the guy before the current owner but he was the drawn there he was drawn there for that reason, right? So if he's yeah, really he's into that. Yeah, because he's definitely interested in space and paranormal. So this was perfect for him. Wait, this was the guy. Was this the guy that um, he, they got sidetracked into uh, palm readers? And Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was so a shit show. He yeah. believes in a lot of woo-woo. Oh, man. Know? He's a weird. So I thought he was like some kinda- aerospace guy. He is, but he he's is. also a little. <laughs> but yeah, now this guy, I don't. He's not really my personal favorite, but I do think there needs to be some credit given to the owners before and after him, right. including um, the Native American tribes that have witnessed these things. Right. Well, I mean, Fugel's not. He's got some interesting quirks too. One of his things, he's a, a collector of movie memorabilia, right? So he has the bullet-riddled jacket worn by Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. He's got <laughs> Jarrell's cloak worn by Marlon Brando in The 78 Superman. Um, he tends to like uh, these these uh, exotic uh, memorabilia He's things. wealthy. Wealthy people right? he's love super this. Wealthy. Correlation so, doesn't equal causation. If well, Skinwalker Ranch I mean, is hip right now, I wouldn't says something it. about someone's character on what they spend their wealth on. Well, I like the X-Files, and I started a podcast about ghosts, but it doesn't mean that ghosts aren't real. So <laughs> one of the things that can really mess – one of the things that can yeah really mess with someone's perception 
um, not only with feelings of being watched or, um, mm-hmm. you know, being outside yourself are um, drugs. The, no, yeah, drugs. Uh, no. Um, what is it? Uh, e- electro EM, electromagnetic. EMFs. Yeah. Elect, elect, electromagnetic frequencies. Right. Um, so one of the investments that uh, Fugel was involved in was a gravitational physics project that was meant to produce oh, clean energy. That's interesting. Um, one of the, you know, if you look at Skinwalker Ranch from 40,000 feet, right, and you want to do some crazy experimental um, projects there without, you know, and be, especially being able to blow most of the, you know, the things off that are, would be considered you know, alienish or um, aerospace phenomena. Um, what a wonderful place to set up shop that, you know, to test your theories on, on uh, you know, anti-gravity or uh, any kind of gravitational technology, even if it's to produce energy or, um, or to produce some kind of propulsion. Um, than to do it on Skinwalker Ranch and then just poo-poo everything off that shows up there as uh, as part of the mythos. So like a crossover between Bob Lazar and Skinwalker Ranch. Boom! Solve the mystery. <laughs> Close the door. Are you telling me that if you hover 40,000 feet above Skinwalker Ranch, <laughs> it says X-Files? <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the things that's purported to happen on Skinwalker Ranch is crop circles, so why not? <laughs> everything ever, everything paranormal ever happens on Skinwalker Ranch. Dun, dun, dun. If you're 40,000 feet over Skinwalker Ranch, you're probably a UFO. You might be in the clouds. I thought they were low flyers. Like the latest one oh. the Navy caught was skirting yeah. along, you know, the surface of the water before it submerged. Yeah, I still think, you know, our government has a lot of this technology. In the blink of an eye. Yeah, it's it's definitely absolutely insane. And I love this topic because I absolutely love the different realm of possibilities that these things could be. It could be, you know, total government experimentation it could be our government stole the technology from extraterrestrials and now they're utilizing it it could be demonic it could be anything really and it's kind of fun to talk about the what things that could really be yeah come on people have seen there's just like like a low-key portal in the heart of america to (laughs) alternate dimensions and to satan yeah well there are dimensions and and we know there are dimensions and i just there there are connections between Bigelow Aerospace and Pentagon UAP programs. Right? UAP is unidentified aerospace phenomena. It kind of replaced UFO because UFO became like uh, like hip like hip culture. Um, people don't take it seriously, so they switched it to UAP. Makes it you know just change it up a little bit, keep it fresh. I like UFO. <laughs> yeah, um, U- UFO is the it's word. It's a cult classic. But I'd be willing to bet. It would be Brandon Fuel is Elon Musk, oh, and he would say, I'm and I would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't have been for those meddling kids. I'm now now invest I have in no Dogecoin. Idea what just happened? Yeah, I don't know what just happened. It was weird. I think I interdimensionally traveled through the podcast. 
It's because I said the magic word, Doge. <laughs> Dogecoin. I thought it was doggy. <laughs> really? What? Oh, it has wow. a dog on the coin, so I figured it was a doggy coin. But anyway, yeah, this is a great topic. It's, you know, I just, I guess for me, like, I'm hung up on those stinking wolves. I can't get past that, so maybe I'm not the best one for this topic. Is there a real chance? What What is the scientific evidence? Is there a real plausibility that these people are hallucinating because of a, some kind yeah. of terrain effect? No, it is that really real? is. There are a lot. John is right. So a lot of those caves give off. I mean, there's like dozens of different compounds these caves air out. Um, of course, my only concern is you actually have to be physically confined with these gases to reap that kind of effect. So these people right. who are having these hallucinations, like Mary said, the the holes in the sky, they're having them from their front porch. Okay, they're not and having they're shared, them. very specific shared hallucinations. And I'm just exactly. very skeptical of I shared am too. hallucination. I, I'm very skeptical. Of that. It's too convenient of an excuse. Now, if you're sitting in a cave together, you may trip on some bends. You know what? We need things, to but... we need to organize uh, an investigation and all four of us should go to Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, nope, I'm out. Well, it's I got Satan's a couple million domain. dollars sitting around. I can throw money at it. I'm going to be rebuking Satan every three and a half minutes, so I can't go. <laughs> I'm just going to be running around looking for portals to jump into. <laughs> so I don't know how long I'm going to be around. I'm they won't let me on the plane because I'm too gassy. <laughs> oh, brother. Like, oh, there goes Dylan. He's, uh, he's, don't, oh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. You, like, you just see your little legs, like, kicking it's in the air. I like, got big to legs. Scoot in. Just, <laughs> just, I'm a muscly man. Be like a Scooby Doo montage in each episode where they run run in one door and out the other, chasing or getting chased, and oh, that's yeah. how you would be with the portals. Yeah, yeah every Everywhere. once in a while, you guys hypothesize where I might be. You're like, yeah, I was I was gardening the other day, and I just I heard Dylan whispering to me, but then he was gone. <laughs> and then weeks later, we see a naked man riding a werewolf. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> so is anybody like? You know, as far as scientifically on this show, I I've only I'm only a few episodes in on this show. It's it's a little bit um uh what's the word? It's kinda hokey. History channel. Um, I don't like the word hokey because it's well done, but I do feel there's a little bit of acting involved in the yeah. way that, you know, they're trying to be ultra serious scientists and I'm like, Come on, dudes, you're not that serious. Um, even like the gardener guys, like super serious and really creepy. And he's like, don't dig, don't dig. And I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? Like, it's just like, it's so weird. Like they've had all these scientists here. I wanted to bring this up, make it a big point. They had all of these experts and scientists there, yet they weren't able to document any actual evidence of this phenomena happening. Right. I think at the end of this documentary that Jeremy Corbell did, Hunt for Skinwalker, the only evidence they had after decades of investigation was a blurry picture of a saucer in the sky. Yeah, that's, skept that's sketchy. That makes yeah. me quite skeptical. And I'm also And then they say they Sherman say they make the are. excuse of like, oh well, they seem to be intelligent and they're able to dodge our instruments to that's avoid convenient. being recorded. And I'm like, that's the same excuse that these Bigfoot hunters have. Yes, like <laughs> that is no, you're absolutely right. And I think that's 
probably, if I were to tip the scales, I think one side of my scale would be Mary's theory dead on. And then my other side of the scale would be like, it's Satan. <laughs> so- <laughs> like, I love to, like, I don't think pe- a lot of, there's enough people involved in this that not all of them are making this shit up. Right. I'm sure a lot of them have had their genuine experiences there, but there's just no physical evidence. There's no documentation, you know, except for the magnetism on that cattle pin, you know. Yeah, I but- wonder if we could get, I, I don't even know if you can get it through maybe the Freedom of Information Act. We could get, like, I know back when, you know, the Shermans were ranching, there had to have been, like, agricultural reports done on why these cattle, like, the mutilations and what was happening and, and just definite scientific, um, like, descriptions of what was happening, maybe some pictures. I don't know. I mean, it it, it could be something people could obtain or maybe they just don't have that. Um you know, it's like some podunk ranch and nobody kept records of anything. I yeah, don't know. They're like, we're not calling the police. This is our land. Like, yeah. we got a handle on this. We don't need to get outsiders involved. Yeah, the History Channel documentary made it like they were super above board, super concerned about this and pretty vocal, like, with the authorities. So, I... I I, I can't find these people. Like, they don't really seem to exist anywhere. Um, I can't find any information on them. So that's a, that was a little bit of a, a little sketchy for me um, because they were the ones that had so much experience with this. So That'd be so funny if, like, a few years from now we find out they were all made up. Yeah. I just wonder if this is an elaborate cover like an elaborate cover for extreme experimentation that our government is doing. Yeah. Or like John said, these guys are super involved in aerospace and interdimensional travel. Now, whatever that is scientifically, they they experiment with that stuff. I mean, they do crazy stuff in science. So there's a real chance that they have to explain some of these visually seen phenomenon. Like people who like me, you, John, Dylan, we could be there, see it and say, oh, what is that? And they can, you know... Oh, it's the, it's the Skinwalker Ranch affliction, dun, 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 and just never yeah. explain it because it's easier to say it's an advanced paranormal situation than it is to say it's all in your head or, you know, it's gases or whatever. <laughs> I have gas. <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't know. I can't glean a whole lot from the History Channel documentary. It feels very television-y and very... Um, interesting it's an interesting theory i am super creeped out by the wolf thing and the navajo wolf thing um the skinwalkers that part like i just can't like get that out of my head creepy so that's kind of i'm off my soapbox guys dylan what do you think (laughs) you're so quiet over there (laughs) yeah i'm just thinking i think i think mary says there's no evidence i i would argue that the the eyewitness, the eyewitness accounts decade after decade from multiple owners is a form of physical evidence. I would it's, argue that... No, it's anecdotal, not physical. Well, fi- people exist. They're physical. They but exist. That's not Their the bodies. definition. You're screwing up the definition. It's like we are a form... I don't think so. We, were a, we are a form of recording devices. 
We see things, we hear things, we report things. And when you take that anecdotal evidence from multiple accounts, including scientists and people with degrees, it adds up to being beyond one person's anecdotal evidence. On top of the physical Mm -hmm. evidence of a cow being mutilated in seemingly beyond human ways, I think that is evidence. If that was enough evidence, though, then Bigfoot would be declared real. And found no physical evidence and only anecdotal evidence from the locals. True. Or eyewitness. I mean, eyewitness accounts are important. There's, it means there's something. So what I, what I think is maybe the government is doing something on Skinwalker Ranch that is quite insane. And they're utilizing either extraterrestrial technology, technologies they develop themselves, they're creepy as all get out mk altering people i don't know they do all kinds it gives of me things. all stranger things vibes yeah like they so maybe a door to the maybe, upside down and right, this creature something. comes out and terrorizes everybody in something the community. they're doing and they're saying they're letting people have people are seeing it with their own eyes they're seeing these real things and the government is poo-pooing it away like oh it's the curse of skinwalker ranch welcome to the club but never really explaining what it is. And it doesn't diminish their accounts, but they actually, what they're seeing is um, governmental activity rather than something that's paranormal. I mean, these wolf yeah. hybrids, guys, seriously, they're they are forming humanoid animal hybrids right now in labs. I mean, they do yeah. the <laughs> most Jones insane. Yeah, right about that. So really, they could be beefing up wolves and they're doing experiments on them and who knows i mean i don't know then you do have the whole you know history of the navajo skinwalker curse which would be really convenient so maybe they're using that i don't know the beautiful and horrific thing about the government is they can do experiments outside the realm of our possibilities and what is even legal True. The government can't be open about what they're doing because we wouldn't accept it whether it's for the benefit of humankind or to the detriment, or for profits, or power. I think it is a little bit of all. Bingo. Um, they they can't do these experiments in our eye. We wouldn't accept it. So, yes, do you think that the government hasn't tried cloning someone? Do you think that they haven't tried? It's documented now. Uh, Human-monkey hybrids, embryos, were created. I believe it was embryos. You look mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, it's really sketchy. It violates a lot of things. Yeah, and if that's public, what do you think they've been doing behind our eyes? Because we know what the possibilities are, even with the, the information we know. Right. What do you think the possibilities are with the information that they not only know, but with the technology they have? Because do you think that they stopped being 20 or 30 years ahead of us technologically just because we got the internet? They How long did they have the, uh, the SR-71, which could hit Mach 3? Well, they had that for a while. Yeah. yeah, they had that for so long. And we, to this day, don't know how to create that. Most people don't know how to create that. Aerospace so, engineering companies. So you're saying that every episode of X-Files in hindsight was right. You know, I'm glad you say that because that's exactly my thought. And it, it's the truth. <laughs> but the X-Files was canceled. So somebody has to carry the torch. And that's what we're here. <laughs> that's what we're doing. It, it ain't much, but it's honest work. The truth is out there. It's in your butt. <laughs> well, so what's the current owner doing 
with, with the ranch? What, what, what are his ongoing efforts? He's making a History Channel show. He's got season two coming out. <laughs> uh, I know that he's not very willing to work with the government. He believes in uh, private companies. He believes that information is freest and that yeah. the most can get done with private companies. And I tend to agree at least partly with that. Do we have hope in this guy? Do we think something's going to come out of his recent um, acquisition of this if property? If he can sell it. I mean, he was he's the, the co-founder of Coldwell Bankers. Um, I think the Coldwell Bankers marketing firm. And then which eventually sold out to Collier's, uh, which I think I believe is a world bank. Um, so, so now he sits, uh, I think he's a, one of the chairmen on the board for Collier's. I mean, it's not like this guy has a lack of money, but it, you know, if it, you know, being part of investment banking, it just with an, you know, kind of a, an appetite for, uh, advancing exotic technologies. I don't know. I think there's a lot of super crazy stuff going on there, and it makes for a great smokescreen to do. Yeah, either he's or super he intrigued or... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he got he's duped not out of $4.6 million. <laughs> yeah, right? And he's going to make back half of that doing a History Channel show. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe he's a guy who's just super interested in this and wants to kind of make a few bucks off of a History Channel thing, or... Um, he's somebody nefarious that you know has some crazy plan. Deep state, <laughs> which I don't believe. <laughs> I don't cute. believe he is. I don't think he's anything. I think he's into this, and that's probably he probably saw a business opportunity, you know. But I don't know. So we do know that there is government naval footage of these unidentified aerial phenomenon UAPs. UFOs, that's what they're really called. Get back with it, Uncle Sam. They but- identify as UAPs now. It's actually offensive to call <laughs> them by UFOs. That's dead yes. naming them. UFOs now identify as UAPs. You're using their uh, adjectives wrong. Pronouns. Whatever. <laughs> John and I both got canceled trying to cancel each other. <laughs> it's a game of who can cancel who until there's one person at the top of the hill. Nobody's left. Thank you very much. Well, we have documentation of this. We know something is happening. Satan, we are on to you and we're going to fight you with every last breath, Satan. And Alex Jones is on to you too. In all reality, we do know something is going on. Skinwalker Ranch is spooky, it makes for a fun episode. What is it? We do not know, but we will keep you updated if anything changes. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on on the subject? Yeah, it looks like so. It looks like the cattle mutilations were prominently covered in the local media during the time the Shermans lived there. So it was out there. I mean, they did cover it. Um, here's a picture. You guys can't see it, but that's pretty horrible. Um, it was a calf. It said, according to the National Institute of Discovery Science, no idea what that is. This calf was seen healthy on the property just 45 minutes before it was found in this condition in a field. There wasn't a drop of blood anywhere on the carcass on, or the ground, and it's like completely mutilated and 
just insane. So it was well documented. Um, you should send that picture to us after yeah, I will. now or whenever. Yeah, let me send it now so you can look at it for there. Well, Megan, apparently Mary has shipped some of her drugs to Meg in the last hour, and now Meg's high, too. Guys, what do we, com- what, what, what platform do we communicate on, and why can't I Signal, it? honey. She's Where just got it? a contact it's your high. Phone. It's just a contact high. It'll wear off soon. <laughs> contact high. I found it. Hey. <laughs> or I found it. Oh, that weird you can't see the aliens if you don't do the drugs, and if you don't do the drugs, you can't see the aliens. I don't know what other proof you need that they're out there. It didn't help that I stayed up till 3 a.m. yesterday. Oh, I sent it, but I somehow replied to Dylan's Bitcoin comments. It's a mess. I'm a hot mess today. I apologize. Yeah, I just saw your message that asked, how are you? And I'm like, what? I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> well, did you see John? Fantastic. He wrote, he typed hi during the podcast, yeah. and I wrote, how are you? It's great. <laughs> John's trying to contact another entity. I don't know why. John, we're not trying to do, well, you know what? Yeah, we're not trying to contact other entities. <laughs> what would you do if something typed back that wasn't a part of our chat? Um, well, then I'd know we were no part proof. of the FBI app. It's just a picture of a wolf. He's like, I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would say, woof. Oh. No. Good night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that cat, that, so she sent, Megan sent me a picture of this cow. It has no meat left on its carcass. Just the head and one leg is left. I, I really hope the cow's okay. Um, <laughs> I hope to find out that it's doing well. Maybe they did some kind of resuscitative surgery on it. I can see its ribs. There's about half of the ribs left. I'm really hoping it pulled through. You might have. It looks like it could have. It definitely did. Totally. Yeah, there's a picture of someone wearing a wolf costume with a spear with a pan frying an egg. It's a giant ostrich frying egg. It appears egg. to be someone working at Denny's on Halloween <laughs> serving me a pancake. And I've never been more terrified and hungry at the same time. That is a, a legit Navajo rendition of a skinwalker. If that doesn't scare you, I don't know. I mean, what he's not that good at. Um... Uh, what do you call it? Trans- transforming? What do you shape shifting? If he has to wear a costume, or shape shifted that pancake? It looks mighty delicious. Ac- I understand. This isn't an actual skinwalker. It's just it's an actual photo of a skinwalker, Mary. <laughs> Auto skinwalkers roll out. It's an actual one. Totally. He is. looks like he's wearing Converse's. Listen, maybe he is. <laughs> he's from a different dimension. It's like Converses from a different dimension. <laughs> they wear vans in that dimension. I'm sorry. Obviously not. Hello? I see the physical evidence in front of me indicates that he is wearing Converses, not vans. You know, you can wave hello to an interdimensional being, but to them in their culture, hello means fuck you. Yeah. And so that's why they're harming us and doing poltergeist tricks. 
It's just all a miscommunication. It's just all a misunderstanding. I still don't think Satan's a great guy. <laughs> I don't think he a wants guy. to be our He's friends. He's just a guy. <laughs> He's a dude. Maybe I identify. I don't know what Satan identifies as. He identifies as a punk anarchist who wears Converse's. Don't assume that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, Satan is, um, he's a great deception. He, he wears, wears his baseball he caps backwards. He wears backwards. whatever you want him to wear. He's that deceptive. No, that's a, yeah, that's a creepy photo, John. Where John sent you? me a picture of a wolf and its legs are made of spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> it's John. Honey, that's your self-portrait. There he is. That's Here's John after Johnny. midnight. That's John after he hasn't had food in five hours. That's John after he hasn't had coffee. He's a little hangry. Yeah, that's strange looking. Ugh, they're all so creepy. Oh, I remember another story that happened to Jeremy Corbell. He was working with this ex-military... Um, he was like the security guard there while Jeremy Corbell was working in this like security. Uh, they had like one of those like um, offices planted onto the property, like one of those like construction offices you can just plop down. Anyways, it's a toilet. They like were witnessing all sorts of crazy shit happening in this um, this little office, but mm-hmm. one day this ex-military guy witnessed this weird cloudy shadow following jeremy corbell like few inches behind him like a humanoid shadow figure following him and there's many incidents of people witnessing this kind of activity happening on the ranch as well just wanted to add that on yeah the current owner as well another story for you the current owner didn't see anything happen the first six months when the History Channel team showed up, he got them all together and said, listen, I didn't see anything happen for six months. If you're going to be here for four months or whatever it is, you might not see anything happen. And that's that. Well, after he was there for six months, he him he has a private security team, people who were basically non-believers. They've never seen, non-experiencers, he calls them, never seen anything or skeptical. They're out and all of them, this combined team is not one person. It's a whole team, mixed people, mixed backgrounds, see this flying disc very close to them performing aerial maneuvers beyond any capability we have as a military in our country Um, it was a flying disc it was a ufo in his description so that is another account held by multiple people um whatever you want to take that as i think that's where they shot the photo that they put at the end of the hunt for the skinwalker it's a mermaid therefore it is an aquatic ape (laughs) <laughs> aquatic ape. It's an aquatic humanoid ape. <laughs> Flying through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Over Skinwalker Ranch. Named Ariel. <laughs> in the, yeah. In a, <laughs> I see what you did. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> flying Ariel, across the sky. Ariel, the flying mermaid humanoid ape over Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. And they met Aleister Crowley on an interdimensional dating app. Oh, so weird. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Space Tinder. I wonder how COVID has affected Skinwalker Ranch. People got bored and wanted to start seeing aliens. I don't know what other explanation you need. (laughs) 
I wonder if any of these um, human-animal hybrids were affected by COVID, if, if the strain was able to jump because they were half-human, the strain was e- was more easily able to jump. In. That is so sad. If you're a half-human, half-ape out there listening to this, trying to find half your place. Wolf. Fine. There's half-apes, too. Well, we're not talking about Sasquatch. Well, this goes werewolves. out to you, too. If you're feeling sad because the government created you and you don't know where your place is, <laughs> you are loved. You are loved and you have a place on this world. I'm sorry you were know, created, we but here that. you are. We could debate that. Ugh. Unless if it's the devil. It's well, yeah, we don't love the devil. No. Ugh. Creepy humanoid animal things that are created by man not created yeah by uncle sam image. not good don't like if them. you created like these that. things please stop because they're gonna kill us <laughs> i don't i don't know if you understand this they're gonna be mad that you made them and then they're going to kill us well then they uncle can sam procreate the on their own saint. Like, right Uncle Sam is our patron saint of America, and, and we talk to him when we want to sort out this paranormal activity. You talk to God for us, Uncle Sam. No, he is not <laughs> our communicator. He's the Pope of America. I feel betrayed. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Uncle Sam, stop making monkey men. No more wolf, wolf, people. wolf people. Both. They're making both. Literally. Literally, there's accounts of both, so stop doing it, please. That would be nice. Is this the point in the show where I can segue those, um, what are those called? Those B-E-K-K's? B-E-K kids? Those creepy- Oh, the black-eyed black kids. kids. Can I segue into that tonight? <laughs> no. You yes. gotta squeeze those in you every know, every <laughs> episode I segue into right. that like it's relevant. <laughs> it's always relevant. <laughs> We're just going to have a running joke of these black-eyed children with Alex Jones. Like, every episode, we have to talk about black- They're his kids. They probably were <laughs> no. created by these crazy scientists. They were on created by Ranch. China. <sighs> what if they're in a bots? Lab they're in probably Wuhan. bots or something. I don't know. That's scary because China has a lot of the technology that we have, including confidential technology, I would imagine. And we know that they're not playing by the books. Look at Wuhan. It's coming out now what happened there. Believe what you want. The documentation is coming to light. So what do you think they're doing as right. far as genetic manipulation goes. And those well, black that's a different kids are show always wearing dark time. hoodies. I'm like, why are they always wearing dark hoodies? Like, they're clearly robotic in nature. <laughs> Maybe the portals from Skinwalker Ranch go to China. Mm, that's a good theory. Yeah. Y'all good? You guys good? The portals good. go to China in a parallel dimension. I don't want to go. I don't want to. Don't make me. Go where? Where do you not want to go, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? Are they waiting for you? The portal to China that Mary referenced a portal to China. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If it goes to China, you guys will see me back in a few weeks. I'll have to Rambo that shit, but I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) One man, one country. How will he make it out? He's an American. He can do anything. (laughs) The host of Everyone is Canceled escapes China, the country that he most heavily criticized Oh, that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. 
Well, folks, we appreciate you guys listening to us tonight. Mary's going to do this for 10 minutes. We're definitely more like Renegade Rock Country. That would be our theme song mary do that do x files in that what in what in like some rock renegade theme like in the in a blues key i don't think it'll achieve <laughs> yeah. the same we need thing. a banjo and a flute for that bluegrass <laughs> steampunk i don't think you'll get the right dissonance and eeriness from mary the might die if she does that i don't <laughs> she might pull a muscle well folks we appreciate you joining us for this wild episode of everyone is canceled uh john Mary, Megan, I appreciate you guys joining uh, joining me on this episode, and uh, we will see you guys next week on Everyone is Canceled. Happy gaming. Peace out. Watch out. If you want to catch <laughs> us on Instagram, we are Everyone is Canceled 1L, and we are on Facebook as well. New episodes every Saturday, and we will see you next time on Everyone is Canceled. Has anybody ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? <laughs>